in the face of seeming like impossibility for renewal or for like different approaches, not being afraid to raise the bar of, of, of what you expect or of what you call people to. Hey y'all, welcome back to Native Soil. This is episode 21, hard to believe we made it to 21. This will wrap up our series on Protestants um, for now, <laughs> but we've been reflecting on some of the graces when we get together with our Protestant brothers and sisters and what happens. Today's episode, I wanna reflect about a ministry called Young Life. I knew about Young Life some in high school. They just brought it to Montgomery, maybe around my junior, senior year. It particularly seems to target the unchurched, trying to reach um, youth and help present the gospel for the first time, provide them an environment of fun where they can be free to be themselves. And then they encourage the kids there to get plugged into a church home from there. I really got to know it when I was at Furman. Some of my close friends were Young Life leaders and I just, at a very face value, I was really impressed by these guys and girls who spent a lot of time doing Young Life. A lot of their free time, they were going to local high schools and having lunch with kids in their Young Life. They were going to watch their, going to their football games, going to recitals. They were running these youth group nights and developing relationships with local high schoolers. I was just impressed, you know, even I was in a fraternity and some of my fraternity brothers, you know, we were in the fraternity, but some guys that was really their number one extracurricular was Young Life. And, you know, they would attend uh, camps with the kids at certain points. And it was just a huge investment. I mean, it was it was several hours a week. And I remember they had to sign a commitment to, to spend X number of hours with young people every week. And I just remember being very edified by that. Um, one of my best friends, John, who I referenced, uh, the guy who learned the Hail Mary, he, uh, he was really evangelized by Young Life when he was in high school. And his Young Life leader married him, um, you know, after college. It was just a huge influence in his life. So I was, I was just very impressed by the approach and the willingness of high school or of college students to spend that much time during their college years investing in young people coming to know Christ. So I had that kind of in the back of my mind. And fast forward about, I graduate college about six years later, I become a priest and I'm assigned to Auburn, Alabama, to St. Michael's. A wonderful parish, Father Bill Skinecki was the pastor at the time. And one of the, the blessings that, many blessings from my time there, but Father Bill gave me the chance to work with the high school youth group. There's a lady there named Michelle Schultz who had been uh, running it for about 20 years. Um, I hope I'm not exaggerating that number, but just an amazing woman, amazing family. And uh, she since has passed it on to one of uh, her former helpers in college, Sarah Weiss. But um, anyways, I had the blessing of working a lot with the high school youth group. And one of the things I saw is they had college students that were involved, but they kind of would come when they could and kind of join in here and there. But in the back of my mind, I start comparing that to the sacrifices that I would see my buddies in college make for their high school youth ministry. And I just kept thinking, I was like, well, why can't 
maybe us as Catholics, like we could challenge our college students to, to, to maybe make a little bit more of a commitment. Um, already a great program, but one of the neat things being in a college town was you had, you had a, a very thriving Catholic campus ministry with a bunch of people involved in it who were very readily accessible to be part of the, part of the youth ministry. In God's providence, I got to know two students who were Catholic who were Young Life leaders, Joey Comerford and, and Owen Corcoran. Uh, Joey's from Atlanta originally. Owen is actually from Gulf Shores. And just from them coming to Mass and talking, they um, got to know them and, and they were telling me about how involved they were in Young Life. In fact, Joey would even bring kids from his Young Life to Mass with him. And so I was just so impressed by them and by their willingness to give of their time and to really make this their priority outside of school, like their number one extracurricular um, in their time in uh, college, basically. So talking with the youth minister, talking with Father Bill, we sat down with these two guys and just picked their brain about how Young Life worked and, and what kind of level of commitment was expected out of, out of the kids. And we kind of developed um, new parameters for what we called the core team of our youth ministry. Life Teen was the program we were using, and Life Teen, part of that model is having a core team of adults that makes a commitment to be there and to invest in uh, the high schoolers on a consistent basis. So we were kind of reimagining what are we going to expect out of um, our college students who are going to be involved in this. And I think at every level of, of, of Catholic life, you know, we, our churches, a lot of our churches are struggling, a lot of faith struggles. I don't think we're going to get anywhere by lowering the bar, by lowering expectations of what we ask of people or what we expect is possible. And I think that's one of the toughest things when it comes to evangelization is in the face of seeming like impossibility for renewal or for like different approaches, not being afraid to raise the bar of, of what you expect or of what you call people to. Um, you know, we're made for greatness, and but I think a lot of times we won't, we only rise to the level that we're called to, like as, as men and women, we like need a vision to be cast that we can rise up to. So anyways, we come up with this new vision for the core team, and I was really nervous whether anybody would actually sign up to do this because we're asking them to come to youth group on Sunday. We're asking them to come to our midweek Bible study on Wednesday. We're asking them to spend at least two or three hours outside of that, investing in our students somehow. And we're also asking them to come on all of our retreats. And amazingly, a lot of people signed up. Really good college, faithful college students signed up. And it was amazing to see the transformation that started to happen in the youth group the core team itself became like a very tight-knit group of people. Um, you saw their faith starting to grow. You saw their relationship with the high school students become much more real and much more impactful. And um, all of that was possible because of the example of Young Life, that template that our Protestant brothers and sisters had found that, that they found to be effective. One of, the, one of the sayings of Young Life is you have to win the right to be heard win the right to be heard. Young people don't necessarily automatically trust you. They don't necessarily automatically buy into what you're saying. You have to spend a certain degree of time and energy and investment with them to, for them to believe that you are trustworthy. 
And I think particularly in our world, which is so fragmented and people's parents are, are, are working and, and, and a lot of times there's not like dinner at home and your relationship with adults can just be like ships passing in the night because everyone's too busy. Um, all the more young people today, you have to win the right to be heard. So even just that line there became very helpful for the core team. So again, I just felt I'd share that story. Um, another kind of template that the Holy Spirit inspired in a Protestant way that was able to be transposed into a Catholic setting and bring about many blessings and kind of to increase the level of expectation, increase the evangelical spirit, and just bring a novel, creative approach. So. God bless all the people involved with Young Life. Uh, thank you for that example. And thank you to Joey and Owen for helping us figure out how to translate that into our experience at St. Michael's. Remember, Joey was really coming back to his Catholic faith in college and felt called to make the switch to join our core team. And he was just an incredible uh, kind of bridge to really help kind of bring the spirit and bring some of those um, practical, personal, um, kind of strategic implementations that he had he had benefited from over the years of his involvement. So thanks be to God for all of that. I hope you all have enjoyed this series reflecting on uh, Protestants and the blessings that can come. Let us pray for greater unity amongst us. Let us be open to what the Lord would have us learn from one another. And so let us let us put that in the Lord's hands through the intercession of the Blessed Mother as we pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Through her intercession, Almighty God, bless all of you listening. Bless our native soil and renew it. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, and look forward to seeing you back here on Native Soil. Mm-hmm.